the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, talking gardening with you at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Trace is on the porch with us, and he has breaking news. I couldn't, I couldn't wait to announce this plant of the weekend. Oh, okay, we'll try it again. You couldn't wait to announce the what? Plant of the weekend. <laughs> it's the you mean the that pl- plant of, of the, the weekend. weekend. <laughs> no, it's just it's not happening. If he's yeah, <laughs> okay. Well, well, let's just announce it. Okay, I think we should. Yeah. All right. So there's been some talk about red, white, and blue blue bonnets. I've heard talk about that. And some talk. There's been some talk, and they do exist, and they are here for sale. Yes, we have them now. So they are in six packs, two ninety nine a six pack, and uh, you can't help but buy at least one pack of each color. Yeah, why can't I hear Jerry? Just to be patriotic. No, and I have. They're at the back of the pickup. I got one of each color, and uh, I know where I'm going to put them. I'm going to go for a container, for there at least at least a portion of them, and. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be cool. That's that's really cool. So, the Aggies are coming over and get there, getting there. It's Wednesday. It's coming Wednesday. Why are you looking at me? I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out why. I can't hear you. No, I'm not. Can you say something? Let's get you. A... Uh, but my mouth is full with all that good oh, food that okay. Mary bought us. Okay. I can hear him. I'm having a little. <laughs> Hello. I'm having trouble. Go, it's going in and out. But <laughs> no, I don't. No. Okay. Know if it's my hearing aid or what? It may be, but. No, we're not going in and out. You're hearing me okay. Yeah. Okay, well. Anyway, the A&M people uh, always grow the uh, maroon. And uh, this year, they want to grow maroon. That's the true Aggie color. Funny, yeah. And they've got uh, Peterson did good, or the grower did good. Because he got red labels in the red pla- in the red plant. Yeah, color, cor- color coordinated. And uh, I don't. I guess he just got plain white in the white. I didn't look. The red stood out. So yeah, yeah. That's the first thing I noticed because <laughs> yes. Jerry said they might be here this weekend. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let's see. And I saw the red tags, and I went, that's got to be them. And sure enough, so yeah, the red, white, and blue blue bonnets. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, we've been talking about. So we got him here now. Uh, yeah. There's no security yet, so I don't think we need it just yet. But I imagine we'll get some people coming in and getting them. We will. And when they're gone, 
Yeah. They're gone. They're not going to be anymore. And this wasn't easy. No, no. Well, this almost didn't happen. <laughs> okay, what's your suggestions in terms of an effective use of them in, in the garden, Jerry? Well, you can plant designs if you want to. Uh, I talked to Greg Grant this week, and uh, I sent him some seed of the red, white, and blue, and he uh, he mixed them. He just mixed them up. It, t- it took me 35 years to get them separate, and now Greg yeah. is mixing them up. Well, he probably did that just to spite you. <laughs> but uh, Well, that's what Milton's going to do, too. Yeah. What's that? that? <laughs> Mix them up. Well, no, I thought I might try to actually. Uh-oh. Wow. A design? Yeah, but it's probably better just to <laughs> just to mix them and see and, how that uh, comes up. They need, well, to be, they need to be in full sun, yep. of course. Doesn't matter if it gets cold. They like it cold. Yeah, I think it, they even need it cold. They, they won't freeze. Well, is there some potential they won't bloom at the same time? The color's a little different. Uh, the white may bloom earlier. But uh, we'll go ahead and set, tell people this. If they're, they're a segregating population. In other words, they're, they're, uh, wanna go, they all want to go back to blue. And so uh, uh, that uh, that means when you plant white, they're they're in six pack. You may plant six, and uh, one will be one will be blue. One can be blue. So don't don't be bringing them back. Uh, saying, well, <laughs> I, I wanted white, and there's one come out blue. So uh, that that's just now the the true. If you want them to come back for true from seed, uh, well, uh, you can't do that with red, white, and blue because they, they cross pollinate. Yeah, unless you're cold. Well, let's see. When you and I, when you came after uh, from a visit to your fields, your research fields, you had this rem- remnant red seed in right. the back of your pickup, and you and I swept it off <laughs> and it was i think it was four years before we got reverted completely to blue oh, yeah wow. yeah it takes a while yeah so cross pollination if i do plant a pattern yeah is there something aesthetically that because i know that y'all sometimes we'll talk about planting things in heights so you plant like a blue a taller blue behind a red no. okay but they're, they're going to be pretty close to the same. Yeah, one of one okay. of the, one of the I would think one of the most effective and attractive ways to, would be uh, single color stripes. Okay. You know, not try to make it too complex like a flag, but yeah. have those colors so that you can see the colors, little space in between, so you can. Okay, that's what we'll try do. it. Yeah, but well, I'll bet uh, I'll bet it'll be, kind of cool. I guess to have a little contest, see what. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that earlier. Just, just to collect, show People, us what if, you've if, done. If, if your planting turns out to be real pretty, I'll come out and take pictures. Of oh, cool. Not you, Method. Well, <laughs> you have no faith in my... Well, he may, he's, he's had plenty of instruction. He has, <laughs> I, I still don't have any germination on my Crawford lettuce, so I'll have to put some more down. Well, I think the Crawford lettuce, is not. this has not been ideal for it. <laughs> mine is mine is up finally, yeah. But it's not taken off like the oh, it grows slow. Carrots and everything yeah, else. Yeah, it grows it, slow. And it took a lot. It took a lo- longer than we expected. What we took yeah. 
seven or eight days, even on that yeah. latest bunch. We were saying three days. Yeah. So beside the plant of the weekend, weekend, weekend. Nope, still nothing. Uh, better late than are which, they? which is the red, white, and blue blue bonnets, each in different six packs, two ninety nine each. Come and get them while we got them, because they're there's there's a lot, but not a lot. You know what I mean? It's a limited, <laughs> limited a limited amount. Number. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So anyway, so come on over to Mill Burgers. Oh, you know what? This might be a good one too. They could actually call in and say, "Okay, I want to get." They can, and we okay. talked about it this morning. So uh, oh, good. Hopefully, whoever answers the phone. Uh, I'll be able to handle. All right, so if you if want not, them, we'll it if you're if you're a little scared that you might not be able to get the colors you want, you know, because you can't get here today, uh-huh. and you, but you could get here tomorrow, but you you're thinking, nah, I don't know if it's going to be here tomorrow. Call the nursery 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, and say, okay, I want two six packs of red, two six packs of white, two six packs of blue. Put them aside. My name is Bob. And uh, does Bob need to pay for him in advance, or can he? No. Okay. But he doesn't just say when he's coming. Okay. If we don't show up, we can put them back out. Okay. Early. Bob, is that fair? I think so. All right. Earlier, I was bragging on those stocks and how attractive they were and the fragrance. Uh, do we have still have stocks out there? Uh, there's still a few there, and then the, we got the 10-inch pots, and they're starting to bloom. Okay. Well, yeah, if you come come in for your um, uh, blue, white, blue and white and red uh um, blue, bonnet. blue bonnet. Blue bonnets. Get get yourself some stocks too, because uh, yeah, they're, they're very good. impressive. They're, they're, they're pretty. Yeah, they're they're very impressive. That's probably one of the best fragrant plants. And they, they make nice cut flowers too. Now are they as cold hardy as pansies? No, not not quite. They're more no. in that same league as, back. as uh, snapdragons. Yeah. Oh, okay. I never have grown stock. Yeah, but I uh, yeah they. There was a little slow season because of that overcast weather. I guess oh. at the wholesale nurseries. Yeah. So I didn't want any, you know, anybody that hadn't tried some in a while. It's kind of an uh, opportunity here because of the ones at Millburgers turned out so nice in my garden that I, I just it's, thought it's uh, an old-fashioned plant that's having a revival. Well, yeah. good. Hey, so let's talk about some of the other things that are on sale. Uh, They've got pansies for sale. Yeah, we do. I play uh, my. Son-in-law is planting pansies because his mother's coming in from Washington State. Oh, that'll be nice. And so uh, we got his got the uh, planter boxes ready last night. And I thought they were today. I thought they were gonna just to feed the deer. <laughs> well, I told him I said that <laughs> with these planter boxes are on the porch, front porch, and I told him I said uh, deer eat them. Boy, and, uh, say. They uh, they have come up on that porch, and uh, they they're funny. They eat the ones closest to the steps that go up to the porch. I guess they're shy. They'll even reach in and get the ones that yeah. you're you're gonna plant in the back right. of your pickup truck. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, we we go give them a try, but uh, just to have something in the well, platter box. But Jerry mentioned those pansies, and there's. Uh, Viola's uh, Johnny Jump Ups out there, too. Those are the ones that you can expect to continue blooming the entire winter, no matter if it gets really cold. Yeah. Some years we get the snapdragons and even the stocks. Um, we, we get like a month when they're not blooming, and then they come back a little later. But pansies grow right through it. 
So they're the reliable ones in the sun. And they're big. They're big, big plants. They're in four-inch pots. Uh, for four-inch pot, dollar uh, twenty-nine. Hey, they didn't have the regular. Well, that, that's the regular, but the deal is the multiple. Yeah, so if you get yeah, ten. Multiple is uh, ten for eleven dollars. Yep. So basically, if you buy ten or better, then they're dollar ten a piece. Yeah. How about the cycle then? Are they on sale? Four eighty-eight. Mm-hmm. Four eighty-eight. Primrose. Four eighty-eight. Cool. Yeah, and you said that one of the most popular things. Uh, in the past week has been the citrus they tree sale. Been. So, uh, for, <laughs> for some reason, citrus is uh, is a very common Christmas gift. Uh, well, and, that's uh, nice. They're evergreen and it's, they're nice. It's, it's nice and it's something that can produce right. for the person they're giving it to. Now we've got a little uh, the one of the forecasts, the newspaper uh, forecast that it's going to get down to 32 and Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. So I mean 31. So uh, it's time to start just thinking about when you mentioned the citrus. Just gotta just be ready to to cover those as, uh, and uh, cycle them. Doesn't hurt to put a little something over the top of them too. But uh, the especially the those limes and the Meyer lemons. I think uh, yeah, even at thirty one, it's probably a, a good to be ready because the forecast might change. Well, Before we're, the end of the we're week. always three degrees colder here than whatever they're saying it's going to be. Out. Yeah. And do you have anything they might put over them? Yes. Yes. I thought you might. <laughs> we do. We, we have insulate. Yeah. Uh, comes in uh, pre-cut sheets on I believe it's twelve by or ten by twelve, and then we also have it in bulk where they can buy it by the running foot. We have that in twelve foot wide and in fifteen foot wide, so that fifteen is a new size for us. Just tad bit bigger and it can make a difference in how easy it is to cover or not cover something oh yeah jerry and i are really reluctant to to prune uh citrus in containers but if you got one of those i got a few of these limes where they sent up a, oh, they're right, a stop up, huh? yeah now that that would be worthwhile to cut off because in terms of covering them that, that yeah that one stock that's three foot higher and everything else is Messes up the whole arena, <laughs> so you cut yeah. the, you cut that off, and then you then it's much easier to. It's not a root sprout, is it? No, I think these are uh, Mexican limes. Uh, I don't, oh, okay. Uh, I they're, think they're on, on their they own, own rootstock, root yeah. right? And uh, citrus trees are twenty percent off. They are, and uh, they got satsuma. Now your satsumas uh, won't be bothered by the cold. Uh, however, oh. <laughs> however, I talked to somebody that watches the weather quite a bit, and they said that uh, that we're going to have an Arctic cold front come down the week before Christmas, and it's going to be cold, big time cold. Well, that's next week. So uh, I. That's so, next week. So my wish for Santa is coming true. <laughs> yes, sixteenth is Monday. Yeah. So that's the week after next. Yeah, twenty third is Monday too. Okay. So yeah, this Christmas is not next Wednesday, but Wednesday a week. Yeah, and so, so uh, what I'm saying is, uh, get your structures ready and get your cloth ready. Yeah, we'll come in today. Everything for when it comes down, like today would be a. Wonderful day to work outside, and uh, tomorrow will be nice too. Tomorrow will be in fit about your, eighty. Fit your, uh, 
fit your uh, cloth to the to the tree or bed. Yeah, you can also put out your uh, if you got good uh, extension cords for outdoors. You can put place those out there and a and you, the mechanics lights. You can just hang them ready for action. Preparation is yeah. key. And, yeah, just, you don't want to be out there messing with it when it's already. The temperature dropping and, and the wind. Yeah, the wind. Is Usually, another. the wind they they come with wind. Yeah, uh-huh. come with. Wind. Well, it'd be like Jerry's leaves, except your cover. You know, the covers will be next door. Yeah, have turned red and they're falling again. But they disappear when they hit. But they your... disappear. They're they're gone. It's just amazing. My 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 soul must really eat organic. Material. Apparently, it's just hungry. Yeah, organic material. It's, it's just. just <laughs> Surprising because it's all rock. I was looking at them this morning. (laughs) Yeah, rock is organic material too. Hoping there would be leaves out there for me to write. But not no. But the neighbor has. You should help the neighbor. (laughs) Oh yeah, the neighbor has plenty of leaves that you could write. That'd be a Christmas uh, gift. Our Christmas miracle. (laughs) What he he doesn't realize is the leaves over there are his. Are you sure? What? No, no. He, he, he says they're not. I, I mean, I live in the middle of a street right at a curve. And yeah. I, I have. Do you get everything? I get everything from both directions. Oh, That's funny. okay. So you, right. you've seen other people's leaves in your yard? That's all I have is other people's <laughs> leaves in my yard. My tree dropped his leaves a long time ago. So you just keep That's mowing weird. them and you got your lawn is nice, healthy? That's so, yeah. So it's such an advantage to get that free organic material. I never had thought about that. What? That the leaves are blowing into the neighbor's yard. No, I don't think in your neighborhood that's what's happening. No, no. Even <laughs> even though they've got red oak leaves and they don't have a red oak tree. No, it's just it's a weird phenomenon. Yeah, that's a weird part of it. Don't you hate that when they get it? <laughs> Poor Trace is rolling his eyes. Uh, the, cover of le- the color of the leaves gives it away, Jerry. Or, yeah, right. Or the shape, yeah. Well, it, for me, it comes in waves. Yeah. So the the Mexican sycamore leaves are always first. Oh lord. Then it becomes the red oak leaves, <laughs> bur oak leaves. All oh, that. Good lord. <laughs> and the only thing I don't get is live oak leaves because there's no live oaks. Yeah, in the they they don't. So at least I get to, they don't blow very much. I get to clean up uh, over a couple of week period and I'm done. We appreciate that, Trace. I, I bet. So Trace, what else? What should else should we uh, Well, we got the live Christmas trees on special. Yeah, twenty percent off. off. Yeah, we've got the poinsettias. No, mm. no matter what size, if it's a poinsettia, it's twenty percent off. Yeah, so the hanging so baskets. Va- va- we saw those. Yeah, values to forty dollars. So even the ten, big ten-inch pots, um, and those are kind of cool too because those are mixed. They're not red, white, and blue, but uh, they're yeah. red, white, and pink. <laughs> uh, hanging baskets, uh, four-inch pots, uh, six-inch pots, six-and-a-half-inch premiums. We've, we've got a lot of poinsettias, and they are 20% off. And we did yesterday where we put the uh, we went ahead and put the Christmas gift stuff on for 40%. So yeah. all the metal uh, Christmas that yard your, art. There's your list right there. Yeah, yeah, I saw a couple people taking advantage of that this morning. Uh, but all all the Christmas decorations, uh, it's all forty percent off. Cool. All right, that's at Mill Burgers at sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Normally, you don't get that kind of deal till after Christmas. Yeah, no, <laughs> this is this is really cool. And as as always, we want to suggest too that you think about getting a gift card. Actually, if you've been thinking about it, this would be a good time to do it because uh, they can mail it out. Yeah, for we can you. still we can still get it to them in the mail and yeah. Time. So they'll get it, and you you choose the denomination, but they choose the gift, which is great because now it's just it's foolproof. You just yeah. they're going to get what they want here at Milburgers. You know, if you want, they want, if you want to add a little um, 
Oh, indication of, of the interest in what they're doing, and the, you can mention, or you, you you pick the amount based on a project that you know they're thinking about. Yeah, that's a good idea. And we had we had people earlier. Uh, what is for a fifteen gallon shade tree? They wanted to know what it was uh, to pick one up. They wanted to know what it was to have it planted, and then they did their own math to figure out which way they were going to. Uh, do the gift card. Oh, that I was a good I, idea. Yeah, I think that's always cool. And then if you can include the grandchildren in, and it just makes that gift card, which is real easy. Yeah. But it makes it just a more significant project, and every the involvement that you want from everybody gives you flexibility. You know, you don't have to get everybody involved, but uh, the people that receive those, I think, really appreciate that kind of thought. I hope they. I hope they use the planting uh, option. I'm not sure which way they went. For their older, if they're, if it's no, if it was it's for grandparents. Uh, it, nope, it was the other way around for uh, grandkids. Oh, okay. And they just bought a house. Oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, that was that's a great gift. That's a great idea. Or maybe they've been kind of talking about the butterfly garden that they want to build. So you could say, okay, you've been talking about the butterfly garden. Here's a gift card for blank, and almost anything could well, could help them start. I, I suspect we still have some of the. Yeah, plant lists yeah, and everything. Oh, good. And a lot of them yeah. over there still look pretty good, even though we've gotten a little nippy a couple times. But, but we've got the, the, the handout still. Yeah. No, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Or um, we've got some books, too, in terms of gardening. Do we have the uh, the Butterfly Gardening by Gaeta? No. We do have a, a butterfly chart, though, that shows yeah. all the butterflies and the, I believe the caterpillars yeah. they come from. And you go on the Internet and get a... Uh, some plans for a butter certified butterfly garden. Then, then you could do like you mentioned, Trace, and do that estimate, do the calculations sure. and everything. On here's, and that that's sometimes that's the only motivation that you need or extra motivation is, oh gosh, yeah, we can make this project with this gift certificate, and everybody's involved. Yeah, neat project. You Very still cool. got some trees left. Uh, yeah, I, I think I counted like 79 this morning, but we've already sold like 10. So, uh, But the key is they still look good. Oh, yeah. They, I'll say. They look just as good as when they came in, and that's because we gave them a fresh cut. Mm-hmm. And they've been taking up water since they got here. Oh, yeah. No, they, You they, say you got how many? Uh, probably now closer to 70. Okay. Oh, 70. Okay. And the fragrance is still there. All different sizes, too. Yeah. So oh, there's yeah. a size for somebody. Some big, if someone's looking for some on, big ones. On up to uh, 11, 12. There's yeah, there's some really nice big ones. Well, you can find out more about uh, the sale items that we're talking about by going to millburgernursery.com. And don't forget, of course, the uh, red, white, and blue blue bonnets are here. And, of course, they are the plant of the weekend. <laughs> We can't fool him. But, yeah, so you can come in and get them today, limited supply, or you can call because you know you're going to come in tomorrow or Monday, 210-497-3760, and say put aside because there are how many flats? Five flats each color. Yeah, so that's a lot, but it's not (laughs) huge. So uh, these are going to be fun. That's okay. about 500 of each color. Oh, is it? Okay. 500 plants. Oh, it's more than I thought then. But that's still. <laughs> no, oh, that's, that's not. Oh, that's not. Many. Oh, okay. When you plant them six pack at a time. Oh, good point. And you oh, a 500 of each. Oh, each oh, color. Yeah. So, yeah, that's about. <laughs> yeah, that's not 
not not a lot. And you don't have oh. to plant them in rows. You can plant them in clumps and everything. So yeah. that makes it much easier to use a lot of plants. Then, but then you can Milton was trying to figure out how to make it look like a, a white one, look like a star earlier. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I could see it yeah. turning in his. Uh, Ooh. Wait a minute. Any more white ones? Cool. All right. We need to take and, a break. And one one thing that yes. uh, you can remember. Uh, when you plant them all together like that, those colors like that, they'll cross-pollinate, and you get weird colors next cool. year, germinate. Okay. Uh, and of course, we pull them out of our yeah. seed plot. And throw them on the ground and stomp on them. Yeah, and teach them a lesson. <laughs> but for, they, so Mil- you, Milton, that's what you, happened to the burnt orange ones. Uh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. I think that probably There was right. a whole field of burnt orange ones that were just stomped on <laughs> not, and rolled over by the people. Not a chance. I've seen the, the culling. Yeah. Well, well, Jerry's looking. The <laughs> volunteers pull him out and throw him on the ground. The minute he's gone, they quick put him up and put him in a container or the corner of their pickup truck. Yeah, try to transplant. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. The star at Millburgers is still the fresh-cut Christmas trees. Millburgers carries San Antonio's best selection of fresh-cut Christmas trees from the best growers. Every tree is fresh-cut and displayed in water to maintain superior freshness. And all the trees are selected for their excellent needle retention and shape. You can choose from trees that are 5 feet tall to all the way to 13 feet tall. Millburgers has Fraser firs. Nordman firs, which are known for their allergy friendliness, and noble firs, one of America's favorite tree styles with sturdy branches and attractive gray-green color. Here's another reason to get your tree from Millburgers this season. A portion of all the fresh-cut Christmas tree sales will be donated to the San Antonio Salvation Army. So head on over to Millburgers and get your Christmas tree and all your other Christmas items at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Verde Road. For more information, go to Millburgers nursery.com I got no no control. Al is running the thing. Hey, let me tell you something. Um, I'll give you another uh, gift idea. If you love nature, if you love gardening, uh, this is another place I want you to go visit. Go visit uh, Kyle over there at uh, Wild Birds Unlimited on Hebner and Northwest Military. He's the the new owner. Bill is there occasionally. You know Bill Sveland. We've had him on the show. Yeah, uh, don't, they, don't they put him in the corner in a rocking chair somewhere <laughs> and uh, let him answer questions? Don't well, I wish Bill. they would when I'm giving presentations out there. Instead, <laughs> they let him give him. Let him get close to my microphone, and he breaks in all the time. Does it give you a heart? Great. I don't doubt it. Bill knows what he's talking about, and so does Kyle. So listen, if you're interested in bringing wildlife to your yard, we talked about it last week, whether you want uh, some of our, we get lots of birds, butterflies, things like that, you can, Wild Birds Unlimited can help you do it. And and I, it's not just a place to shop, honestly. You'll build a relationship with them. That's what he'll tell you, and you'll see it as you go. In fact, just, just when you go, keep an eye out for this. You're going to see somebody that's going to come 
come in, and it's like Norm from Cheers. Hey, Fred, how are you? Oh, hey, did you ever get the? Did the? Are you getting finches at your feeder? They they all know each other, and they all help each other. Uh, it's it's a community, not just a place to shop for uh, for just wild uh, for wild seed or for uh, items. We mentioned Purple Martin houses as a good gift idea uh, last week. Uh, we Calvin and I were both mentioning the suet. Everybody likes suet for Christmas. Uh, it just sounds like a funny gift to give. <laughs> just uh, animal fat in the. Uh, well, you know, you can give it a well, maybe a selection of the pepper flavored seeds mm, and suet. Pepper flavored suet. Just uh, you know to break somebody in. We when no. when us three did it. Yeah, the, the, we kind of have fun. You yeah. Know? No, the, the pleasure of it was watching all the birds that came after it and the woodpeckers. Uh, there were what were some what are some other ones? I know the woodpecker because that thing was hanging Orange. on there. And when he came, everybody left. Yeah. And when he left, everybody came. Orange crowned warblers. Okay. Uh, and let, let's of course you get the, the you get mocking upside birds. down too. Yeah. Aren't they the upside down birds? Yeah, but they they're generally into the seeds more. Oh, okay. But they'll come. But everything will go to suet. But yeah. mostly you get you get some uh, birds Orioles, that you normally didn't get. Right? The lesser goldfinches, yeah, whatever. Not, not suet, probably. Okay. Now, the Orioles will go to uh, sugar water feeders or yeah. fruit. So give Kyle, give Kyle a visit. They're open today. They're open tomorrow. He, he can have great gift ideas that include uh, some of the things that we've talked about or just tell him your needs, and he'll find something for you that the, the nature lover in your life will love. That's Wild Birds Unlimited, Hebner and Northwest Military. Okay, it's the number 210 497 2473, or this is easy, 210-497-BIRD. So it's Wild Birds Unlimited, and go, go, go say hi for us. Uh, he's a nice man. You'll like dealing with him. We'll have to we'll get him back on and find out what's you coming through. You mean Bill or the new guy? They're both nice people. No. Uh, I know you, you, you're a little more, you know Bill a little closer, so, you know, I just know Bill occasionally I pop in. Uh-huh. He's always nice to me. They've always got little chocolates and stuff. Too. Oh. Uh, so, but you don't. You're no. And now I'm off the chocolate. Yeah. So. Hey, speaking of birds, real quick. Okay, so call us and give us a call. And tell us what's going on in your gardening world. If you're worried about maybe what you might cover uh, during the freeze of the week, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We'll be happy to help you. Give us a report on what's growing. Uh, but a, a bird report. I want to know. I have been told this is what it is, but I didn't know we had these. So I'm at Walmart the other day. Uh, actually, it was last Sunday before I came here. And this huge pitch black bird flies over. It is the size of a hawk. I mean, it's actually bigger than a hawk. It's a crow. Well, everyone says raven. They say crows are smaller yeah, than ravens. Raven. Yeah. Well, and the raven... If they if they make a noise, then they, it's a real giveaway. Oh, the, what kind of noise they make? What kind of growl? Give me a, give me give me an example. <laughs> like they're throwing up. Well, if you're out, if okay, you're, like in a, a neighborhood where a lot of people walk. That was a great raven. Yeah. If, you, if you're out there, you know where people walk, and if the raven and makes that noise. I mean, I swear you got all these people looking. Uh, what, is, what is that dog or yeah. that coyote doing up there in the tree? Well, it was flying over, and it was it was shorter than that, but it was kind of that same yeah. noise, kind of. Rawr, rawr, hey, that's you! Good. Yeah, that's good. In the parking lot, get yeah. out of here! Was but it one, off our lawn? Was it one by himself? Yes. Okay. So yeah, they're more inclined, but occasionally a, a crow will come through too. 
But yeah. so how big are crows? Little smaller, but little it, less squat than that raven is. Okay. A little more sleek, but this, they they still look like they're kind of squat. I think that's an hawks. elephant. I think <laughs> <laughs> like Al's trying to help us. Is that what it sounds like, Al? <laughs> I'm not sure. That's what this was. Then. Okay. All right. Anyway, 210-308-8860. It was a very intimidating bird. I thought they said never more, never more. Uh, that's what they, that's <laughs> never more, never more. Yes, and, and if you're uh, Edgar Allan Poe, that's exactly what they But I could see how it would be intimidating. Uh, so, yeah, do we have crows, too? Well, oh, yeah. uh, around the outside of the city, there's a lot of them. But they occasionally come through, but they're not. they don't generally... Hang out. They have right. a lot okay. in East Texas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and even. I was guessing since this suburbs. was next to Hardburger that maybe that because uh, Laura said they that they eat um, small cool. animals, small mammals. Yeah, they will. They'll eat rabbits. Any, they'll eat anything. Well, okay. <laughs> they're not. They're, they're not. Thank looked you, on as a, <laughs> as a uh, like a hawk going actively after that. Okay. But they they all eat almost anything that's available. Okay, so I'll have to try to snap a picture next time. I'll, it's the second time I saw them at Blanco Cafe, no, not Blanco Cafe, Blanco Barbecue, and which is on either side of Hardburger. So anyway, we t- all right. We talked about too the uh, Mexican Eagles moving into town. Oh, are they, they really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, this is the third year in my neighborhood that they raised uh, young. But that that's a pretty striking bird to have. Yeah, it is. Floating in they're your, colorful. Na- All yeah. right. So fierce looking. Rather than a black buzzard, they're they got the white on them. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So what did Calvin write about? <laughs> Let's. Uh, we can talk a little bit about plants if you'd like. Before we get off the blue bonnets, I want to oh. thank personally. Yes. Uh, 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 David Rodriguez. Yeah, and winner of the coveted. The, yeah, the winner of the Covington. Uh, the coveted no, no, vice no, no. president. Yes, award. and uh, vice chancellor, and uh, and Trace for getting the blue bonnets in. Oh, okay. Uh, this week, <laughs> uh, they had to. Uh, David and Trace got together and uh, decide. Uh, Trace is not going to order for next week. Oh, from wow. this so grower. A, it had to be this week. Yeah, it ha- it had to be this week. So <coughs> they brought us brought those blue bonnets out here on a special truck. They made a special delivery of the red, white, and blue blue bonnets. Uh, and so uh, I appreciate David jumping in and uh, making that happen. So can we give you a little credit? No. Okay. Well, we're not going to give you any credit at all for helping get the grower the seeds. You're going to get no credit for that. And then when the first seeds were not planted, we're not going to give you any credit for giving the grower seeds again and helping make this happen. So you get no credit. None at all. And uh, developing uh, over 38 years. Yeah, we're not going to give you credit for that. Okay, for, you thank know. you. Okay. But anyway, if you would, if you would oh, like 38 to... is just, I thought you were trying to tell us your age were 38. Yeah. Uh, if uh, you would like to thank David in person. Oh, okay. I see where you're going with this now. Yeah, this coming Monday, he's going to be giving a presentation at the uh, Essentials of Gardening class, Monday the 16th, at uh, the, the session start at 12 to 3. 
at the Garden Center, which is 3310 North New Braunfels at Funkston. Mm-hmm. And uh, David will be giving a talk uh, beginning at 1.30 to 2.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. And it's free of charge, and his talk is going to be uh, two, 2019 is almost gone. Uh, what should what you should do to get ready in your yard, beds, and landscaping for two twenty twenty, and and then the first speaker. That's a, yeah, we've heard of the first speaker. Who Claudette. Is, she works here at Millburgers. Claudette. Claudette. Oh yeah, that's Claudette right. Rogers. Claudette. <laughs> what's she gonna? She's gonna talk about preserve, uh, protecting how, and preserving your landscape and how to properly care and maintain your holiday treasure. Cool. So that that'll include poinsettias. And, oh, good. Uh, and she also is kind of, and everything. kind of a key figure in the certified butterfly garden here at Millburgers. Yeah. So if you got any butterfly garden questions, ask her to those too. All right. So from my vantage point, I can see somebody's buying those blue bonnets now. So is that right? yeah, you, you you need to hurry in here. <laughs> okay. Good. There, uh, it's free and open to the public. A $5 donation is requested. <laughs> it's no longer just appreciated. No. It's requested, yes. <laughs> a light potluck provided, and items are always welcome. In other words, you can bring your own, bring something to the potluck uh, mm-hmm. uh, deal. They'll have a plant sale and swap, door prizes, and, uh, and other things. Well, we always like to... Uh, encourage people too to look over the the gardening volunteers of South Texas projects. Right. Yeah. They list them all, and you can participate. There's not a, a lot of training required. You just have to be interested in the projects and willing to participate. You'll learn a lot. You'll have fun, and uh, you'll con- contribute to some pretty significant project. But it's you know it's not anything that's going to overwhelm your schedule or anything too. But look them over. There's probably some there that you'd like, and you yeah. certainly will enjoy working with uh, the volunteers that uh, currently are membership and, of gardening and, volunteers. And the testament of that is how many people have uh, you know joined it when it started and are still there. People, it's it it really people love it. They, they, A lot they of them have died, Milton. Oh. Oh dear! Well, that doesn't sound like an endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> Not because you of their said membership. You a lot of it started and are still there. Yeah, the ones that haven't died, are they still there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. There is no proven correlation between membership and gardening volunteers in South go. Texas and uh, longevity. Uh, although gardeners do seem to live forever. <laughs> all right, well, that's true. All right, so for more information on that, go to gardeningvolunteers.org, yeah. gardeningvolunteers.org. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about what Calvin talked about? I guess so. Okay. I know you don't want to. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. How can we help you? Uh, James, did you ever get those uh, Crawford reseeding lettuce seeds to germinate? Calvin got his, too. Tell us what's going on with that with you. 210-308-8867. Only took me seven planting. (laughs) Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. The star at Millburgers is still the fresh-cut Christmas trees. Millburgers carries San Antonio's best selection of fresh-cut Christmas trees from the best growers. Every tree is fresh-cut and displayed in water to maintain superior freshness. And all the trees are selected for their excellent needle retention and shape. You can choose from trees that are 5 feet tall to all the way to 13 feet tall. Millburgers has Fraser firs. Nordman firs, which are known for their allergy friendliness, and noble firs, one of America's favorite tree styles with sturdy branches and attractive gray-green color. Here's another reason to get your tree from Millburgers this season. A portion of all the fresh-cut Christmas tree sales will be donated to the San Antonio Salvation Army. So head on over to Millburgers and get your Christmas tree and all your other Christmas items at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. For more information, go to Millburgers nursery.com Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. That guy drinking back in the day. No, I, I'm, I can testify he's not. Okay. He's just picking out some different stuff. Just That's weird. He definitely changed from the last oh, I th- first one. He I think you're getting a critique there, Al. I'm, I'm <laughs> coming. But anyway, all right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Again, the plant of the weekend, I want to give you lots of opportunities because we work very hard to get to make these happen. A lot of people, uh, that's the red, white, and blue blue bonnets that we have at the nursery. So you can create your own uh, little uh, design. Yeah, and uh, we've got them here, two ninety nine, in the uh, six packs. First time in history they've ever been for sale. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Very Together. cool. They, they've been, you've had them separately. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, okay. A lot of people said it couldn't be done. Oh, and some people yeah. uh, some people said it shouldn't be done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true too. Do you want credit for doing what you said shouldn't be done or No, so uh, you can that get That just made me want to do it more when they said you shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't or couldn't do it. So come on out here to Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And by the way, they do offer the feature that if you want to call the nursery at 210-497 Three seven six zero. Ready two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. You they'll put them aside for you. So if you know you can't come today, but you can come to up. Oh, she's looking at them. Uh oh. You, you need to, if you're thinking about it, if you're on the fence, hop off and get in the car. There you and go. Come on over here. All right two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. The uh, Calvin's article uh, today in today's paper, section B. Uh, my essay, it talks about uh, a plant that provides berries, seed, and cover for birds. Mostly cover. Yeah. And he's got a, he got a beautiful picture of a weesatch uh, with the heading of uh, weesatch uh, trees explode in fragrant Gold blooms in spring and provide a favorite nesting spot for cardinals and doves. Did you see what was under that, we said? 
No. Look at uh, look at the plants growing under the wheat sack. Is that Theralis? No, oh, it's, it's blue bonnets. Oh, is it? Oh. <laughs> what was it? Oh, he blue said it's blue bonnets. I saw the yellow. Yeah. Is that okay? Here, <laughs> say again. Under the tree. Under the tree is blue bonnets. He says. Mm-hmm. See him? Yeah. What'd you say? They were blue bonnets. He says blue bonnets. <laughs> yeah. I thought yeah. they were yellow. No, no. <laughs> No, they bloom about the same time that uh, we said. Oh, okay. Well, and they bloom in the same kind of well, soils. So, same kind of soils. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the the that same rocky, compacted soil uh, that uh, we said gets an opportunity to yeah. reproduce in the blue bonnets fare pretty well too. So it's uh, who does it say who took that picture? Getty images. Oh, okay. No, Frank Getty. They probably yeah. they probably didn't know they uh, took the blue bonnet, did you? Yeah, the idea of the article was to uh, get people in think- thinking of uh, uh, cover and how easy it is to kind of improve your situation. Uh, some people like really manicured landscapes, yeah, but you can just modify that a little bit and get some real cover. <laughs> yeah, like a and mm-hmm. a knock one a corner or a weesatch. Or even the hedges, Jerry and I talk about, like uh, uh, holly. And, uh, you, you know, the thicker you make them, the bigger the areas that have uh, a plant that's in them, the better cover it is. But every bit of it uh, adds something. Even these uh, Turks, Turks caps that we're seeing. Yeah, I, I, was, uh, I, I was interested in that. Art. They got a picture of a... Of a Turk's cap, it says Turk's cap is variable as a cover for birds that feed on the ground. Now, I never thought about that, but uh, I, goes, you, you know, I let mine grow yeah. and don't cut it back during the summer. Yeah, it goes to being in a, a really good hummingbird feed plant, and and uh, and the birds uh, feeding underneath this what what three feet tall at the most usually. Yeah. And uh, in the wintertime, leaves kind of drop in most places, and it's uh, not nearly as thick a cover, but it's a, an excellent yeah. place for, I see Inca doves in there, and you see <laughs> mockingbirds, everything in there kind of looking. Yeah, and that, see, that uh, fruit is edible uh, on the, on the turch cap. Plus it's loaded. It's like a little apple. Yeah, and there's loads of uh, insects in there for them to, yeah. to seek out. Um, so, so it's a really a good, uh, a good all-round landscape feature. Covers and, a lot of territory. And drought tolerant too. too. And shade, pretty shade. Yeah, tolerant. shade tolerant too. But uh, that's a good plant, that turks cap. But anyway, that's some good information on some of the. And Calvin even mentions that the roses, some of the, uh, some of the tough modern and old-fashioned roses. Uh, provide cover for the bird. Yeah, my uh, I think everybody that has the mutabilis or what's butterfly rose. Yeah, I mean the things are most of them are uh, ten feet tall. Yeah, they're big. Ten feet around and still blooming now up the, the stone. monarch butterfly right Where? there. Oh, <clears throat> he's on the milkweed. Sure is. <laughs> there you go. He knows and, his business. And they're blooming up a storm still. And plus, they got some thorns that are thick. Um, they're and they're an ex, ex, uh, 
They're good. They're drought tolerant. Yeah. They, you know, they do better if you give them a little water every couple of weeks in the summertime, but they'll survive a good xeriscape plant. The but, knockout rose is a pretty big plant, too. That's right, and they work well. Even our even our uh, favorite uh, Belinda's Dreams, yeah. Mrs. Dudley Cross, and uh, uh, Katie, Katie Rose is a, yeah. a good one, too. So, you know, those are things we generally think of as landscaping features and uh, part of a, a manicured landscape, but you can just use a few more and uh, not be crazy in terms of pruning, and you can turn it your uh, very attractive, colorful landscape into even a better bird- birding landscape, yeah. too. I, I have to admit that... Uh my volunteers and I went a little crazy on Thursday and Uh-oh. cut down some uh, <coughs> some uh, dead uh, or uh, free damaged plants uh, when we were, and forgot about the low flying bird. How about oh. at least you didn't drive over the firebush, did you? No, no, the firebush is still standing. <laughs> It, it's in pretty bad shape. We didn't prune it last year. What Jerry's, ta- what Jerry's talking about is that, that I have a tendency to encourage folks to leave the freeze-damaged plants there as long as you can. Uh, but everybody, you know, a lot of people get the urge to cut them back as soon as possible, or that's when they have the time. Yeah. So it's not a major issue, but uh, it's, again, it's like the Turk's cap. It uh, makes for a good... A uh, good environment for the ground uh, feeding birds to uh, scrape around in the thrashers if you've got them. Uh, American sparrows, they like, you know, any kind of a ground cover that's in there. So uh, on, 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 sparrow, on the sparrow boxes, do we, do we take those down there and clean them out or leave them up during the winter? Are you calling the Martin box? Yeah, the Martin. Oh. So the Martin well, stopped uh, sometime. Well, my Martin, my Martin boxes came down a long time ago, and they have a little blocky, blocky yeah. chair. Yeah, so I had one of those that I that I don't. Uh, now, the minute you let the the little uh, blockage plastic blocks fall <laughs> out. Or they get open. Uh, the English sparrows are there. That's because it's a sparrow box. Scoping, scoping them out. Those martins just took over the sparrow boxes, Milton. Oh, it's the terrible. Poor, poor sparrow. Just, I know it. Just oh, kicked them out. And then Kevin goes through and rips their nests out and throws their eggs on the ground. And I guess I everything. guess this <laughs> we could. Uh, this message brought to you by the Sparrow Council. Yeah. And, yeah. Sometimes he even throws the living young out. I don't want to say anything. I'm not saying anything either. No, I don't, just I, don't, I, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I think he's just a he's a shill for now, the big sparrow. Keep, keep in mind, <laughs> keep in mind, this is a, a guy that uh, yeah, romanticizes <laughs> cockroaches. Yes, <laughs> or shooting deer but from his bathroom. Somebody's got to take oh, up for the sparrow. While on the bathroom, I forget. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> but teaching teaching what out of squirrels how to swim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we could teach sparrows how to swim. Uh, yeah, there you go. All right, sorry. We, and Kevin we'll also talks about in this week in the garden. It's an excellent time to plant spinach and onion transplants, hmm. both of which we have here at Melbourne. Yeah. And I'm looking at spinach out there on the uh, benches. 
to, to the right side of, of the far side of that uh, there's a little bench and then the big bench and that's spinach looks oh. like if you could buy it and harvest your it's first re- harvest it's ready to be yeah. eaten right now yeah take about use about one third of the leaves and yeah. uh, and then uh, get and that, the one thing about spinach is you want to have enough plants if you're used to uh, the uh, larger Sadly, greens yeah. they're they're not as productive as the larger no, greens. so uh-uh. so you need at least six spinach plants for every one person in your house I think that's, oh yeah that's my estimate for it but there's a little sparrow mark Milton oh Look poor little guy so cute. Oh, fly away from Calvin there's <laughs> your favorite uh, you're not don't have the same sympathy for grackles Jerry no no all right, we need to. Uh, but anyway, well, hang on. You can still plant uh, broccoli and cabbage, and kale and cauliflower and Brussels sprouts and collards and carrots and lettuce, turnips and beets. Uh oh. Okay. So, I must have missed something. Oh, rutabaga. Uh, rutabaga. <laughs> no rutabagas in there. We'll find out why right after this. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. 308-8867. Give us a call. Be a part of the show. And tell us what's going on in your gardening world. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Home of the red, white, and blue, blue bonnets. Come on and get them today and visit with us. Uh, more in a moment on 930 AM. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and uh, your calls. Give us a call. Reach out to us at 210 308 8867. Hey, we talked about the Go weather. You, did you want to? Oh, did you want to finish up your thing on the? No, I will tell everybody the reason rutabagas are not listed. Yeah, is because these are transplants. Oh, and uh, as hard as I can try, I can't get the transplant producers to grow rutabaga transplant. Hmm. You know, I begged them to do it for all these years. Begged them. You know, you you it surprised me. I'm reading that book. It's been on the New York Times bestseller, where the crawdads sing. Yeah. Have you heard of that? Uh-uh. Uh It's a a woman that uh, loses her family and and is uh, survives in the Martian and gets involved in a murder. But anyhow, <laughs> she, she's you know tr- fighting to survive, and she's talking about rutabaga. Is that right? Yeah, growing rutabaga along with turnips. In the swamp, huh? Yeah, in the garden, her (laughs) garden. So I thought thought you'd appreciate that. You may want to, Jerry may want to read that book just before, just because of the reference to rutabagas. But mostly she just eats grits. Uh, I love grits, but I'm I'm kind of losing my appeal if that's all I had to eat was grits all the time. You see all those sparrows fly up, Milton? Apparently they're they're, they're why, why are they on Calvin's and, truck? And, and you know, <laughs> and you notice they don't leave in the in the fall in the winter. No, 
they stick with us. They never leave anything, anything. The, the yeah. least we can do is provide them a little shelter <sighs> and homes for the nesting areas. Of course, we, I guess we don't want to get in a debate about the the uh, other birds that they're replacing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, let's let's not get into the sparrow here. Yeah. But uh, we would be we you and I could become the uh, native uh, animal. <laughs> oh, advocates. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Hey, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Let's you, yes, see sir. the calendula out there. That nice uh, orange. Yeah. Yeah. Those are those are another good winter. C- color plant uh, kind of warms up the garden this year we really haven't needed it but uh, uh, good good butterfly plant too yeah. and good cut flower plant uh, uh, then another deal is those plants yes. we just mentioned yeah uh, we have transplants of those uh, well except for turnips and, and whatever they yeah. have have free lettuce seed mm, yeah, yeah, yeah lettuce seed and yeah. Uh, all of that stuff won't freeze. We don't have to worry about the freezing weather. I was going to ask. And then you've got your uh, also for sale that you can't get. Uh, you can get other places, too, but um, Millburgers has them. Come get your uh, maroon um, poppies. Oh, that's right. For two ninety nine right. here at Millburgers. Uh, other places are selling them for Some three. Some people are saying they're coming up, too. Mine are. So, oh, is that right? Mine sprouted. Mine I've got, and they're probably, that was the one the cat box <laughs> they're probably now for the most part maybe um a little less than an inch high oh good yeah the larkspurs are coming up oh, too. Cool. and so are uh, blue curl that other uh, that oh, good. native uh, wild plant uh, wildflower plant that we talked about that was so good with butterflies so. And you said you were going to give us the weather? Yeah, you want the weather? Yeah. Uh, All right. It's supposed take, to be 80 tomorrow. Taking a look at the weather from weather. You're going to wear your shorts tomorrow, Mr. If it's 80, I just might. <laughs> it's going to be mostly sunny, uh, not too breezy tomorrow with a high near 80. This evening's low is around 52. Uh, so that's, that, that's going to be nice as well. Partly cloudy tomorrow evening with a low around 59. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's Monday is very pleasant, spring like. Uh, with a high near 68, wind gusts as high as 20 miles an hour, though. Uh oh. So it sounds like if it sounds like something's coming in, Monday night mostly clear with a low around 39. Uh, then uh, Tuesday, uh, a gusty too. So you, we were talking about the covers. We can address this again, but. Uh, with gusty winds, it may not just be the cold that you're protecting your plants from. Yeah. Uh, sunny on Tuesday with a high near 55. Tuesday night clear with a low around 33. Oh, that and, means freezing. Oh, is that frost? Hard frost. Okay. Ooh. Well, winds about man, 10, five to ten miles an hour. Based on his pessimistic yes. outlook <laughs> on things, it potentially. It's just just as likely not to freeze. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, as long as as long as we got wind blowing, that's gonna be good. Oh, it says mostly clear. What about the winds th- north uh, north winds five to ten miles per hour? Are there, is there none that are blow thirty dangerous. No, the weather.gov doesn't give us anything. Wednesday night, Wednesday is fifty seven. The Wednesday night clear thirty six. Partly cloudy on Thursday. High near sixty forty seven. 
Yeah, and it starts to warm up uh, on Thursday. So that, nothing, uh, that, the weather service in the Express News is a little more conser- uh, well, conservative. Like, there, they have two thirty-one degree nights. So that would kind of confirm the potential. Uh, the, the thing Jerry's talking about, if you have a thirty-three forecast, you uh, and you want to don't want to take a chance on your plants. Uh, you put you do your conservative and and be re- and cover, especially uh, sycamore. Yeah. Yeah, or uh, well, I guess even if you got, of course, some people got zin- some people got zinnias left. And I wouldn't. Yeah, we generally don't do snapdragons or stock. I think you you need a pretty serious like a twenty eight or twenty nine for those to kind for of stock. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But uh, and what about? I was going to ask if uh, anybody out there is still. Nursing their tomatoes along. Mine are oh. getting close to tennis ball size. Calvin. So Jerry doesn't think they're You're wasting make your time. <laughs> Anybody unless, have, unless you want a big big pot of chow chow. Green tomatoes. We have recipes. Anybody out there has uh, <laughs> is, uh, had the same experience? Have you still got your tomato plants in place <laughs> trying to yeah. make Pull them it? up and plant broccoli. It's... Uh, the middle of December already would be amazing if we can make it till January. They're not going to ripen, Calvin. You know that. Well, they may ripen when you get them big enough and go in the house. No. They're not going to be big enough to go in the house. He's been saying this all the <laughs> time. said they'd never get any bigger than uh, marble size. And uh, <laughs> they're already up there at golf ball and tennis ball size. I think... Uh, uh, there's a consensus that this was not a good fall to have tomatoes. Oh, yeah, I think I'll leave it. Every, agree with that. Everybody uh, either lost them, compl- lost all the fruit completely. Uh, like I said, the only bright spot in the whole deal was 968, that cherry. But 968. The, even their yield there was not like we yeah. would expect. Yeah, and somebody told me. Who was that telling me that they had a, uh, a cherry yellow tomato that that seemed to set pretty good fruit, mm. but like you say, not like it should have spread. But uh, so this has been one of those bad years. Just be glad you didn't have five acres of them, depending on the income. And uh, it's uh, Calvin also writes in his uh, this week in the garden said. Use the leaves that are falling for mulch or in the compost pile. So that means, you say the wind's coming in when? Monday or um, Tuesday? Yeah. It was, uh, hang on. I, I, hope, I, I hope that doesn't blow all my leaves away, Melvin. It just might. Hang on. That'd be terrible. What did I do with it? Oh, They're so valuable because of the organic well, I went to yeah. I went to KSAT's uh, site. So it looks like the winds... Start coming in Monday Monday during the day. Okay. So I'll get a Monday morning. Okay. It says use as a mulch or in the compost pile. It's even valuable to the lawn as a source of organic material if they are left and allowed to decompose. That's what I've been trying to do. I thought maybe you had to... They just thought that they decompose so quickly. It was just like that. They're one day and they're decomposed the next day. Speed up decomposition by mowing the leaves. 
the tannin in the pecan and oak leaves is not a problem in our soil. Thank you for putting that in there, Kevin. Now if people will believe it. That's important. Um, we're, uh, let's see, we're talking about uh, pruning. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking at what uh, Niels Perry <laughs> and Greg Grant, I understand, have written an article already about never top crepe murder. Oh, okay. Would this be the time of year people would start doing that? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's what they've seen. Uh, Greg and Neil have already seen examples of them. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. my neighborhood already, too. Oh, that? Yeah, okay. and they're some of my best best friends, and they every time <laughs> I bring it up, they shake their head yes, and uh, thanks for telling us. And <laughs> 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 Uh, Neil writes, I've already seen people who have started this barbaric whacking. Okay. Who's I don't think one? Neil likes that. No. I don't know if which is worse in Neil's book, the impeachment process or the, <laughs> or the hacking of the uh, crepe myrtles. And he sa- Neil says, mistletoe from tree branches, remove prune." mistletoe from free branches as soon as you see it leaving it in place for more than one year will allow it to grow much larger very quickly now my comment is why would you want to remove mistletoe from a dormant tree i mean it's uh, it's green all winter the birds like the it the... Ma- it makes your tree an evergreen and then the birds like the uh, berries. Yeah. Uh, and it is a very interesting plant. So I'm with you. And it doesn't, with you. it doesn't kill the tree. No. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I would have a question. But Neil, Neil is pretty, you know, Neil, Neil uh, picks a plant and he has an idea of how he wants it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's uh, not as much variation as uh, maybe in other people in terms of accepting. Yeah. And, uh Mr. Fannick and I used to fuss about uh, the prettiest thing about mesquite in the winter is the mistletoe in it. He was positive or negative? No, oh, he was he was not for mistletoe. Oh, he didn't care for mistletoe. He, he wanted you to enjoy the beauty and I call ugliness of a mesquite in the winter. You know, where it's thorny and... Uh, um, horizon- horizontal, or does yeah, he only like it upright? Yeah, that's it. He liked mesquite. <laughs> they, had, had, they had a big one over the nursery, though. I don't know if that's still there or not. And uh, Neil says, uh, by frost, frost cloth, measure and pre-cut it and keep it in handy case of extreme cold. We agree with him at that. Yeah. You can actually leave tender plants covered for several weeks without fear of harm to them in the process. That's why we recommend that uh, frost cloth over plastic. Because on a day like today, let's, let's say it was cold last night, and you have covered with plastic. And the 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 leaves touching the plastic will freeze. Okay. And uh, when they uh, when a the day like today comes along at sunrise, 
That plastic starts heating up under there, big time. On the on the plastic well, and, and it is, burns or or burns the leaves on there that is touched. Well, and it's it's going to only be two days of cold. Yeah, so, yeah, that's. So that's why the frost cloth is pretty well taken over. It's ama- amazing. Unless you're going to have a, a, a heat lamp under there, mm-hmm. like you're talking about. Yeah, if you have the. Uh, Plastic too, like the, the the greenhouse situation, always amazed me. It can go from below freezing within that tent, yeah, to ninety degrees oh, in, yeah. one, in one day, which is not the best thing for plants, probably either. Oh yeah. So. Well, uh, in our greenhouse that we grow, uh, put our winter stuff in. Uh, on a clear day like this, you can go in there in the early morning, and it's cold. And you, it'll run you out by 11 o'clock after the sun comes out. Oh. It gets so hot in there. Now, we've got fans to put, to put, move the heat, but uh, plastic is kind of tricky to handle. Now, the best solution on a really cold night is put the frost cloth on over the, over the plant and then put plastic over the frost cloth. Oh, so it doesn't touch. It the, doesn't touch the leaves. That plastic you, is good on wind too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then, yeah, if you've got a, a heating source, they're ready for action. Anything you can handle, anything with that kind of a setup. We talk about. Uh, well, hang. Let me get the number real quick. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight. Eighty-eight, sixty-seven. Give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Do you think any of those A, B, C, I mean those uh, blue, blue, red, and white uh, blue bonnets are left out there, Melvin? There are a few left. Okay, yeah, that's okay. I see the reds from here. Yeah, that they did. They used the red sticker. If you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> well, you know, I want to make sure that nobody complains that we didn't tell you. Yeah. Uh, we've got the red, white, and blue blue bonnet uh, transplants here. They're all hunkered down. They look great. First time in history. Uh huh. I got mine in the truck, so I'm go. okay. I don't mind I talking that. about it now. Um, <laughs> the uh, but yeah, you can get them here at Millburg. I might have to break down. I'm planting them three rows, one row of each, too. And they're, they're six packs. Uh-huh. Yeah. And how many did we have? We had uh, I forget how five, many. Uh, Fifty. 500 each color. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that may sound like a lot, but the guys, when I said it was, were like, no, it's not a lot. Some people buy them flat at a time. Oh, wow. Oh, that's true. Like when I bought my Snapdragons, it was (laughs) six flats. Yeah. They're not like me that just buys one. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so you can do two things. One, come by and get them today so you know you're going to get them. Or two, if you know you're going to come by in the next couple days, call the nursery, 210 497-3760-210-497-3760. 497-3760. Call Mill Burgers and they'll put some aside for you. And we'll uh, mention to you Aggie fans out there oh. that the ones we're selling as red are maroon. He's uh, diluting the <laughs> significance of Yeah, suddenly. Yeah. Are the. Uh, are the, are the blues uh, really burnt orange? No. Oh. <laughs> They're ladybirds. Ladybird royal blue. And uh, plants are looking good, hunkered down. Yeah, they look really good. Yeah. Ready for action when it gets just right. Uh, 
got a question in about uh, do you ever do you, do you ever prune Asian jasmine? Uh, if so, when and how much? You mow it every time you mow it. Yeah, you? that's what I was fixing to say. I prune it every time I mow, and uh, the uh, it doesn't doesn't get it. Uh, you can't once Asian jasmine gets established. It's almost impossible to kill. Now I saw it years ago in one of the uh, oh, computer firms here, where they had it on a slope with the sun bearing down on it, and they mowed it too low, and it was having tough surviving. And all they had to do was move up an uh, inch and a half. Yeah. And yeah. mower, and it was capable of handling that. But, you know, the the inch and a half was too yeah, much. Yeah, right. Three inches, three and a half inches uh, was, was fine. But that's the toughest question we get from people that has Asian jasmine it's, and want to get rid of Asian jasmine. Is. It's one of those things you learn to love if you got no. Asian jasmine. But uh, it makes people crazy that are trying to establish it. And uh, I'm having trouble now uh, keeping it out of trees. You know, it's gone up my trees, mm-hmm. and it's even gone up a, <laughs> a Nandina that I have uh, on in the front. And it picked out one branch, and it's twined itself all the way to the uh, top. And I'm going to have to take it out, take the, cut it out of the Nandina because it's pulling the branch down. Tell you what, I'll trade my Nandina climbing and tree climbing cat's claw line <laughs> with your uh, That'd be beautiful on that Nandina, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it would be. <laughs> It's even more beautiful on a uh, uh, pine tree or a uh, oak, live oak. Well, on live oaks, but uh, oh, oh, an old deodor cedar that fell over years ago, and my neighbor across the street is just covered with the cat's claw. Oh, is that right? Yeah, well, it's the one, the one you see every once in a while with yeah. the, covered with the yellow blooms. But it's kind, of, it's uh, beautiful when it's blooming, but it's the source of. All evil when, they, <laughs> when it's cr- cr- going across the neighborhood uh, as a root source there. Yeah. But I, I've i had Asian gentlemen climb up and get, climb through windows, through the screens and through the end of the windows. Wow. That's a little aggressive. And yeah. They, I don't think bamboo's that aggressive. <laughs> they can, the, the Asiatic jasmine, too, can deal with sun, whereas the old days, the... Uh, Ivy didn't. was kind of limited. It wouldn't grow up to the yeah, top because right. it didn't like the sun. But it doesn't phase the Asiatic jasmine or, or of course, the cat's claw either. The only way I've found to fight Asian jasmine back, kill it, kill it down. Roundup won't kill it. If you spray Asian jasmine with Roundup, you're weeding it. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, you're killing the weeds. Everything around. but it. Yeah. But it will not kill the Asian jasmine. But uh, remedy will. Hmm. And uh, I bet our stump killer would. Uh, oh, the uh, oh, yeah. find a stump killer. Same act- which, which is like remedy. Same active ingredient. And that, that's funny because I've had the. Well, when I was trying to control the uh, Queen's Crown or the Coral Vine, mm-hmm. I went directly to remedy because I think that thought that would be the most effective. 
But it turned out that Roundup well, that's weird. Was, was more effective with the Queen Crown, at least in that sample that's in my ER, yeah. than the remedy was. Hey, before we go to break, let's talk to Roy real quick at 210-308-8867. He's got a tomato question for us. 210-308-8867. Hey, Roy, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Fine. How are you all doing? Good, good. It's a beautiful day. Okay, the a- the answer is to go ahead and pull those tomatoes up, Roy. Oh. He's, he's get, get, your, get, get your largest fruit Bef- and make chow chow. Before. About 100, yeah. 100 tomatoes on there right now, but small to softball size. Wow. Really? Have you, have you picked any? Or are they ripening if you bring them any in? I picked about 75 of them about a month ago. We had the first cold snap, and they're almost 100% ripe now. Oh, cool. So I already got my stuff out of those. Uh-huh. Yeah, what variety, what, what variety is that? Oh, uh, you're not going to like this. I got the Tycoon and the uh, Celebrity, and then I got some Sun Pride and Valley Girl. Those, okay. Those are all good varieties. Yeah. yeah. We, we're okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. I covered them up with a heavy blanket this last two times, and they're still growing. I mean, they're still green. Look great. Boy, you're... Yeah, you're... you're yeah, we were just looking at the calendar, middle of December. Uh, hopefully, it'll... I don't know if uh, you can count on it making it through another one, but uh, you've got their... Sound like they're large enough that you could bring them in. You get some uh, color out of them, and they're probably physiologically ripe. So, yeah, the, even the little ones I picked last time got ripe. I was so surprised. Huh? Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, Jerry's yeah Jerry's theory is that they're just if you leave them out there in this kind of weather in the plant, they'll just stay green forever. But uh, <laughs> you got some good size there. I'm still I'm still urging mine along between golf ball size and. Uh, Tennis ball size, and he—I well, have him discouraging me face to face every single weekend, and you only have to hear, listen to him this time. You—you you would have, have harvested broccoli three times by now, Calvin. I've—I've I've, I've harvested broccoli broccoli only once by now. You got what? Forty different things planted in my garden right now. Oh, good, very cool. All garden ever I've ever had. I've even got uh, watercress growing in a pot. Wow, that is good. Kind of un- He's good. Really you're the you're the, the fir- you're the best, uh, most favorable report I've gotten on uh, fall garden this year. Well, everything looks good. Good. Yeah, yeah well, watch this. Very for, cool. Watch this cold weather coming up. Yeah, I've got the well, blankets to cover. It got down to about twenty nine or thirty last time when I covered. It didn't hurt them. I'm gonna do it again. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Did uh, did your celebrity have fruit? Did it yeah. produce fruit? They were late, but they did put on a lot. Okay, good. Way to go, right? I <laughs> started putting on fruit till it got pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That summer was uh, tragic for them. They just barely had leaves. The leaves were so thin they, they weren't <laughs> doing the job. But they're trying to make up for it now. I hope they have a chance. Well, Roy, you'll have to give us a report. You'll have to give us a report on some of the other things in your your garden soon. Are you going to do uh, a winter garden? Are you going to do That's the broccoli and the? Oh, he's got that for oh, sure. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Well, thank you, sir. Thanks sure. for the report. Right. Yeah, let us know how you make it through the freeze, Roy. All right. Bye. We're counting on you. Thanks. Where, where do you live in town, Roy? I live out. I live between Seguin and New Braunfels on the Guadalupe River. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 
cool. All yeah. my all my garden is uh, containers and raised beds. I got seven raised beds, and I don't know how many containers. A little plastic oh, swimming okay. pools, you name it. You got deep black soil over there, don't you? Not down here. It's the river bottom. It's more like a sandy loam. Oh, okay. Oh, but don't you just hate that? No, you can <laughs> you can shovel in it and everything. God, yeah, no. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks. All right, Roy. Thanks, thanks for the Roy. report. Sure. You take care. All right, we got to take a break, but that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Bert, thanks for waiting through the break. We'll talk to you right after this on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. The star at Millburgers is still the fresh-cut Christmas trees. Millburgers carries San Antonio's best selection of fresh-cut Christmas trees from the best growers. Every tree is fresh-cut and displayed in water to maintain superior freshness. And all the trees are selected for their excellent needle retention and shape. You can choose from trees that are 5 feet tall to all the way to 13 feet tall. Millburgers has Fraser firs. Nordman firs, which are known for their allergy friendliness, and noble firs, one of America's favorite tree styles with sturdy branches and attractive gray-green color. Here's another reason to get your tree from Millburgers this season. A portion of all the fresh-cut Christmas tree sales will be donated to the San Antonio Salvation Army. So head on over to Millburgers and get your Christmas tree and all your other Christmas items at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. For more information, go to Millburgers nursery.com Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, I want to get right to Bert, who's called us at 210-308-8867 with a report. Uh, 210-308-8867. Hey, Bert, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm very fine, and I'd like to thank you for passing on my address to Dr. Parsons about the... Uh, oh, good. Edith and Dr. Parsons uh, for sending me the seeds, and uh, I'm in Michigan, and it's too cold to grow that stuff outside now. Uh, but what I did, I numbered those little brown bags, and from every bag, I took ten seeds and put them on a moist paper towel and put them in a plastic bag in the okay. in the window sill on the east side, so it doesn't get direct sun. And they are sprouting really good. Good. Uh, I, I, I sent you an email just an hour ago or so with a little list. And they do germinate in three to four days, five days. There you go. For most people. <laughs> Under most <yeah. laughs> I'm not having any luck with mine. Now, now <coughs> having them germinate in a plastic bag is a little different than having them germinate out there in your soil, you know. But, but yes, you're in Michigan, I, Bert? No, I'm in Michigan, yes. But there's oh, my no goodness. Way, if it freezes uh, sometimes 16 degrees, or, or I mean, it, if it's 16 degrees at night, it, that wouldn't uh, be good for lettuce, even though it's a cold weather plant. Uh, that, that's way too cold. So I did it inside, 
just to test it. Okay, good. I didn't realize that I, I, I didn't realize that sent any to Michigan. Well, it's, your name is on it. <laughs> there you go. Jerry. That's, that's cool. Okay, I'm glad yeah. you had good luck with them. Yeah. yeah, this is exciting. You'll have to give us our Michigan report. <laughs> so we have my in-laws in Alabama, which yeah. is different from Michigan. Oh. Uh, they're trying to uh, grow it. Yeah. <clears throat> have you grown it before? I wouldn't. Yes, in Hello. We lived there for five years, and then we moved yeah. back to Michigan. Oh, okay, in Helotus, okay. Uh, when I said that about the seed, not, I wouldn't be surprised if it grow, if it sprouted in the soil. If you take that germinated seed and just put it on the soil, I wouldn't. Oh, but not, of course, not in the middle of Michigan now, right now. But uh, uh, in the in the in the south here, that may be one option. Yeah, I like to do it that way in a plastic bag on moist uh, paper towel in the house. It's kind of controlled and. Then you pick the seeds that germinate, and you plant those rather than looking at an empty bed for weeks and then yeah. still having nothing. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I, I was thinking I was wanting some people to try it outdoors, but <laughs> not in Michigan, because no. it, no, it, sure it, it originally <laughs> came from uh, Oklahoma, and uh, yeah. I, we've never seen it freeze down here or even burn the leaves so I, I'm anxious to know how much coal it can take well I can I can give it a try outside no. Why not? <laughs> no, I, th- I think that will be predetermined by 19 degrees <laughs> no 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 it won't <laughs> no, it's it's about at 67 degrees in the basement and then what do you call it double light yeah. No sun out of You cook it. And I had seven little rows uh, with the number of the bags. And then do you do you raise it in the basement with the lighting then, huh? Have you used yeah, the lettuce uh, before? Has it been successful? Uh, only in Holotus. This is his first year oh, in okay. Michigan. Uh, first year here. In Holotus it worked. I, uh, I got it cool. from the children. And then I, I used to uh, be there in the watering team for the two two times a week, I guess. Mm-hmm. And there was the delicious lettuce, and I didn't know what the, at, the, <laughs> at the, yeah, at the, the, the King Center. Oh, the the, the youth garden. Remember, we used to have that wonderful uh, neighborhood garden. At, right. Yeah, I just trying to remember what his what our uh, master gardener's name was back then, but that, that set it up and ran it. So well, it sounds oh. good. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah. So, Bert, you're spreading the word of Crawford reseeding lettuce to Michigan. <laughs> this is exciting. We're contaminating Milton, yeah. uh, Michigan. Years from now, uh, people will, will rue the day. That um, <laughs> That's exciting. Well, call us and tell us more when, when give us the reports, okay? Yes, I have to ask. Being a... a uh, Bear County Master Gardener, Class 54. You have to be responsible for stuff like that. There you go. Yeah, he knows his stuff. Thank you. Thanks, Bert. This but is have cool. Have a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Are y'all making him collect uh, his seed? Bert. Are y'all making him collect his seed to disperse it across uh, the, the northern? Oh, I don't know. 
Did you want to? Why? Why were you asking? Trace wants to know if you're collecting the seed after this, so that he can disperse it amongst the uh, greater northern states. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yes, you're going to be uh, Johnny uh, reseeding lettuce guy. There so, you go. Uh, so you can Bert, sh- Bert the lettuce man. So you can collect the seeds and oh, share oh. them with with your neighbors, and soon. Every radio show they grow a lot in Michigan of, will be going, well, I got this seed. I don't know what this is. <laughs> they grow a lot of lettuce in Michigan. Oh, okay. Proper then. in the spring. Yes. Along the, along the uh, Great Lakes. Yeah. Thanks, Bert. Uh, yes. Yeah. You take welcome. care. Keep, keep, we'll keep, keep, email. keep in touch with Please. us. Yeah. Yeah. Keep telling us how it goes. Thanks, Bert. <laughs> you take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, where Trace is on the porch with us for a sec before we take a break. Did you need to? Oh, I was just going to talk about the, uh, the, uh, the thing. The plant, plant of, of the weekend. weekend. He's on it. He's on it now. Well, we, right. We've seen people walking over there. Yes, they're, they're, they're moving. So uh, if you're interested in this, please give us a call, and we'll hold some back for you. But uh, we finally got those red, white, and blue blue bonnets. Yep. And uh, A lot of work went e- into this. Even the tag is impressive. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can see the tag from here. Tag is beautiful. <laughs> if I do that, I'm going to leave the tag in. Just so if I don't get a plant, I'll, I'll have the tag. There you go. Uh, so blue bonnets are very, very cold tolerant. Uh, in most cases, nature takes care of them for us. But uh, they, uh, they'll they hunker down when it gets cold, but then they come out and they perform magic when uh, when they go into bloom. And it doesn't get any better than to have red, white, and blue, hopefully blooming all at the same time. Yeah. It's, uh... Oops, there we go. Anyway. Yeah, it's a bit of an experiment to see. And, of course, it'll depend a little bit on the site they're on, too, uh, how much difference there is, but uh, Jerry's thinking they're pretty close. So uh, I think this will be a great experiment, uh, and certainly patriotic at, at the at the least. There you go. So are you? Uh, are we going to recommend that if they have a? Of course, if they have a color variation come up within in their pure one of their pure colors that they pull call <laughs> yes, that thing. Absolutely. They they will email Jerry. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Jerry will, send, Jerry will send one of his team out there to sneak in. And if it's burnt orange, then they're going to email Milton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, who knows? One so, of those burnt oranges may show up in there. Yeah. So we won't, but they won't be blooming by Texas Independence Day. Well, that's March 2nd. No. Yeah. Okay. No. That's the, they, usually they bloom, well, Usually they bloom mid to late March. Okay. Saturday, around San Antonio. Okay. Well, then our tomatoes may, may be still blooming by then. I mean, yeah, still yeah. growing by then. You, so. and, you and Roy. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, so we've got, as uh, Trace mentioned, we've uh, got these, and uh, they. Uh, oh, well, there's a, there's a uh, different cat. That's, that's Callie? That yeah, cat? that's a good cat. Yeah, that's the, that's the cat that's friendly. <laughs> uh, the. Um, We've got them here. We've seen some folks uh, getting them, so we encourage you to come on by and uh, get yours. Or, as Trace mentioned, you can call the nursery at 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760. And uh, you can up, uh, and uh, Mary's pulling some. That's what it looks like. Uh, somebody must have called in, 210-497. It's like a telephone for the, <laughs> for the blue bonnets. 
Uh, and uh, you can uh, they'll pull some aside for you, and you just come pick them up tomorrow or the next day. One uh, thing, one thing we haven't mentioned is that people are looking for something uh, that the deer won't eat. Oh, and uh, blue bonnets are not a preferred plant of he's, the deer. He's hedging. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> in, in some neighborhoods. In some neighborhoods, on some days, they'll. I, I know we we uh, had them at Forest Appleton there in Hollywood Park. Which no, is like your Remind me, did the snapdragons get eaten at Forest? It's uh, the snaps. Yeah, I think they did. Because so. yeah. we have we've identified snapdragons. They're on some lists. Yeah, and I, and I don't think they ate them at my yard, but I think in out there in Hollywood Park they. Yeah, somebody told me the other day, I forget who it was that uh, they ate the snapdragon. Hmm. Well, I think you should try some calendulas. <clears throat> yeah, I think you're right. You know, I was out there weeding them, and they they've got a, a distinctive fragrance that I never de- realized that they had. And uh, for for the winter months to be oranges and yellow blooming, it's very a cheerful plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Brightens I got them. I've got them in full sun in a cut flower garden, and then I had them feeling a bed that is only partial sun under kind of like these live oaks and deciduous trees. And the difference in the size of the flower is just uh, amazing. But, uh, yeah, I was just telling you, uh, if you want something a little different and really showy, uh, they're pretty spectacular. They are. Now, very limited numbers on those. That is definitely worth a phone call. And you are okay. uh, mostly orange. And you're thinking you're thinking there's some evidence that they well, it's, on the, it's also on the the list. resistant list for the cool weather stuff. Yeah, right. it might be worth a try. You see what's happening out there now? She's got that one of those big plastic things in her hand, like a serving tray, and she's uh, she's filling it up with those yeah. those blue bonnets. Good for her. Uh, uh, but that does mean you if you can't make it today, you want to call two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Call Millburgers and they'll put some aside for. Yeah, she's definitely doing the red, white, and blue because I can see the color on the tag. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. If you do have deer, yes, and you want to try the red, white, and blue. If you don't have blue deer bronze, and you want some deer, I would use. I would I'd go ahead and put your plants out, and then spray them with that liquid fence. Liquid for, fence is for, a good one for about. Uh, I don't know how the liquid fence does in the cold. Well, I, it stinks just as bad in the cold. Uh, yeah. So uh, I would think six to eight weeks would probably be a good. Oh. Uh, okay. You guys are more conservative. I've, I've had pretty good luck three weeks, but I've never used it for something that was not. Well, so I, I look precise. at the plants need to harden off, and then the right. taste will be completely different. Right. So the faster they harden off to the real world, because uh, I mean the growing operations. Let's be honest, they're pumping them. They're yeah. going to do everything oh, they can yeah. to get the biggest prettiest plant as fast so once they harden off to the real world the taste won't be anywhere near as uh, and not to not to mention that some deer are just ornery and curious yeah. and that's yeah, you, that's yeah. You. and the lo- lo- way the way the way it goes they'll put some, take a liking to a one color like some, put up all the reds or some guys eat some, all the whites yeah. or some gardeners have reported they've gone out there planted them and then walking back and the deer are following right behind them. They'll so. do that with pansies. Yeah. 
But uh, I would use uh, these plants are so rare. Have we got liquid fence? Unusual. We do. Yeah. And, and I actually recommend that on on even the even the best of the deer resistant plants. I think they should use that Absolutely. for the first yeah. on shrubs, maybe six eight weeks or longer, maybe yeah. even the first three months, just to get that plant to harden off. Uh, and they're much less less likely to uh, grab a hold of it and yank it out of the ground on too. Right. Because that you know the liquid fence has worked. And even pepper sauce is where, remember, we had a lot of experiments a number of years ago. Cliff Bingham, for a number of months, always amazed me the deer were walking by his peach trees and not eating them. And he had used that pepper spray. Of course, the minute he quit, (laughs) they became stubs. (laughs) But uh, I would recommend that on the red, white, and blue, blue bonnet plant. All right. So we got them here. And once, once, once they like trace in, once they get established. Plus, we got the liquid fence here, too. And yeah. don't, don't worry about them stomping the blue bonds. Okay. Not like the snaps. Not they, like snaps. Snaps and no, the zinnias, they have a Blue bonds can take being stomped? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's they're good. in pastures with cows and stuff. That's true. All right. They're kind of stomped now and they're rosetting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Lots of reasons to recommend them. All right, we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. The star at Millburgers is still the fresh-cut Christmas trees. Millburgers carries San Antonio's best selection of fresh-cut Christmas trees from the best growers. Every tree is fresh-cut and displayed in water to maintain superior freshness. And all the trees are selected for their excellent needle retention and shape. You can choose from trees that are 5 feet tall to all the way to 13 feet tall. Millburgers has Fraser firs. Nordman firs, which are known for their allergy friendliness, and noble firs, one of America's favorite tree styles with sturdy branches and attractive gray-green color. Here's another reason to get your tree from Millburgers this season. A portion of all the fresh-cut Christmas tree sales will be donated to the San Antonio Salvation Army. So head on over to Millburgers and get your Christmas tree and all your other Christmas items at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Verde Road. For more information, go to Millburger nursery.com Back to Bill Berger's Gardening, South Texas. Where did you find it in music? <laughs> well, the music is okay. It's uh, singers. Oh, that was a Fab Four. Kind of a Beatles-esque Hark the Herald Angels song. Oh, okay. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Uh, speaking of singers, quick plug, where is uh, Jeremy? Is he going to be doing anything this weekend? Yeah, he's uh, he drove in from... Around Nacogdoches last night. Okay. Or this morning. And uh, 
I think he's going to be singing over at San Marcos uh, tonight. Okay. So uh, I'll have to get his schedule. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Hey, uh, you know, there's a, a, a big event on uh, fruit trees on the, uh, when is that? The 17th of oh, January. Oh, David. Yeah, David 7, 17th of January. We won't talk a lot about it because it is uh, quite a ways off, but it's a, it's an all-day event. Yeah. Top-notch. Uh, it sounds to me like it's a... Uh, food eating extravaganza. They got <laughs> they got some be- breakfast. They got lunch. And they got some mid yeah. afternoon snacks. Yeah, great speakers. Uh, uh, an agenda covering everything uh, you you might want to know about uh, fruit trees. If you're thinking of uh, planting some in the landscape, it's good play. But if you're thinking of uh, uh, peaching, you know, growing uh, some. Orchard situations too. You yeah. want to go there too, but uh, go to their uh, website. Yeah, uh, Bear yeah. County Master Gardener website right. uh, uh, extension service probably AgriLife Extension Bear County, and you'll get more information. Right. That's going to be a good program. Uh, Doctor Larry Stein's going to be on there, and uh, um, David. I, and I think this is the first year. Do you ever remember them having this? I think years years ago we used to have a oh, okay. program. This one is a little more directed at uh, home. I think at home orchards than in the old days. Uh, this it was a real uh, all day program like this, or even two day program was. Are you sure you want to have a professional commercial? Orchard? Yeah, yeah, commercial orchard. Yeah. Well, that's going to be good. Uh, when we were talking, we were talking about uh, pruning back Asian jasmine a while ago. And I'll mention that uh, uh, when you do, if you if you want to cover or have the Asian jasmine grow back fast, uh, wait till late January to prune it. Uh, it's the best time to make uh, to prune Asian jasmine. Uh, that lets the jasmine uh, come back with new spring growth rapidly. And don't. I mean, Jerry's talking about mature plants. Don't yeah. be don't be too quick to do any pruning on your brand new plant. Right, right. Because right. it just takes them a while to get that root going and get some leaf surface. And then once they get in place and established, then you you got all that um, yeah. uh, room for m- managing them that, that we've been talking about all day. Yeah, you have to. What what is it they say? The first year it sleeps. The second creeps, creeps, sleeps, creeps, and leaps, <laughs> and then the, the third or fourth year it leaps. So my Asian jasmine that I'm talking about, cut, taking, cut, going, growing in the trees, and everything else. It's a, it's in space travel now. Thirty five right? years. Yeah. But uh, it sure has covered well, covered the chain yeah. length fence. Well, it's definitely a good plant. <laughs> Just said it takes some special managing and so. Now, if you want to spray it to kill it, uh, like off a chain link fence or whatever, uh, that product called Remedy is is good. Uh, I we we did some experiments with Remedy, and um, and they sell Remedy here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the cut vine and stump killer would probably do just as good. 
Uh, but uh, what I was worried about, the Asian jasmine had grown through some shrubs and up on the window. So I was worried about it translocating into the shrubs, but it didn't. You know that it 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 killed killed what I sprayed. Yeah, that's a, a coincidence too because that is the is very effective with that uh, cat claw vine. You yeah. know, if you got I've got it grows on yeah. my fences, and uh, you you can spray that. You just got to be careful, but you just get it on enough foliage. I think the key there, Jerry, is that it penetrates those stems and yeah. those bases. Yeah. Whereas a Roundup doesn't do that. But, uh, yeah, it'll take take them out, and you can be, re- if you're careful, you can be re- relatively sure you won't be affected, affecting any of your surrounding shrubs, shrubs or trees that are yeah. close. Yeah. Does it translocate further up in the stem than oh, you sprayed? Oh, yeah, it takes, I spray wherever it's, I'm sure I'm not going to get anything else, and I can kind of count on it to, to oh, take care okay. of the lower part of the plant and the Good. As long as uh, you know you're generous enough to get mm-hmm. it on there, get it on where you can, and it does translocate to the rest of the yeah the vine. You have to handle it with care. Yeah, but I, I that's what I took out of a, I, it's taking over a, a, cha- a wooden fence next door, and uh, like I said, take it over a chain link fence and it's growing in the trees because I can't use it in the trees. <laughs> I'm scared to use it in yeah. the trees. All right. We're going to say goodbye for today. <clears throat> That's a decent, first decent song we've had, man. <laughs> All right. Well, I think Al is going to he'll put some more stuff together tomorrow. You'll have <laughs> yeah, to see. Yeah, I bet. We'll say goodbye for today. Thank you to Al for doing a great job uh, making it sound so good. I hope you like your calendar, Al. Oh, he doesn't have it yet. No. Okay. And, of course, thank you. He doesn't. For listening. See you tomorrow on The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.